Eric Zincho Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Oh, I love my I love my silver fox hair. Damn it, I'm such a handsome devil. How do I do it? I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Uh, not short of confidence, as usual, on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, welcome to all of you. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I might have already have said that. I don't know. I don't know where my brain is right now. Come on. Wake up. Get with it. I've got a lot of great things planned for you today. I woke up, and I was like, that's weird. That's a weird feeling in my throat and uh, a little headache, just a, just a touch of a headache, like behind my eye, just like, so I'm like ah. okay, now, because I just don't get sick. Full, dis- uh, full disclosure, one and a half years ago. Wait a minute. One year, three months ago, I had COVID. And I was concerned about talking about it because I was one of those breakthrough cases. And I didn't want to discuss it because at the time, uh, there was so much division and anger and everybody was as soon as... um, We started to figure out that uh, you can still catch COVID, though I still maintain the vaccine is perfect because it keeps you from any type of uh, long-term illness for the most part. Um, I kept it quiet. I didn't want to hear it from the usual pieces of shit who don't listen to this show anymore uh, about it. So I just didn't say anything. And it was fine. Came and went. No big deal. Uh, And that was the end of it. So I haven't felt bad since then. And it was, uh, um, really was not a big thing at all. You know, as you hear a lot of times now we're in a much better spot on the show. So the story can be told, um, at this point, no one is going to be convinced to get a COVID shot. And no one's going to be convinced to not get a COVID shot. So being that we are so far into this. Uh, but uh, I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. And uh, my throat, a little weird. Like, huh. Well, let's get to the bottom of this. So, uh, of course, I have my, uh, uh, everybody's got like dozens of these tests laying around. Took the test, negative, no problem whatsoever. I uh, felt good about that. And so then I'm going to see if anything else, because sometimes you can, uh, the test can be wrong, you know, positive falses or false positives or whatever. Uh, Maureen says, I was going to say you having COVID was news to me, but then I'm old and tend to forget things. <laughs> Come on now. But it, it actually isn't that bad. But I was a little worried. So if that was going to happen, um, that was going to mean, you know, no trip over to the other side of the state to see my father, 
for Thanksgiving. And my God, I just got, I mean, I, I don't know what I would just be beside myself. But so far, so good. Knock on wood. Hang on. So all is well. All is well. This is uh, the last day of work for the queen of the forest. And then she's all set. You know how it is with these teachers. I've talked about this before. Uh, You know, these teachers are the first ones to complain uh, that everything is terrible. And, you know, not only, I mean, you get the day before Thanksgiving off. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, off. Ryan writes those damn overpaid teachers with all their time off. Sickening, really, when you start to think about it. Diana wanted to kick my ass so. Sorry, I just heard something. So bad the other day when I was uh, I was trolling her about teachers being overpaid and shit like that. Now, you know that anybody who watched that was like, yeah, that, that Eric Zane, fuck that guy. He says teachers are overpaid. And it's like, you dumb fuck. It's a bit. Jesus. It's a joke. Those are the same people who uh, ran with the idea when I said that um, uh, when I was taking a run at veterans who announced that they're veterans with their hats that say that they served on the whatever, the USS Nimitz or whatever the fuck it was. Or in what war. They actually believed that I don't like veterans and that I was insulting veterans. It's like, you asshole. Come on. I love everybody. Uh, Chris says, well, at least we have the most successful education system in the world. Yes, it's true. I'm a big proponent of year-long schools. My grandkids go to year-long schools. They, they get a short amount of time off in the summer, very short, and they're back at it. Fantastic. Okay, uh, here we are from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. And I heard something the other day that was shocking. I have never heard anything like this before. Uh, fly out of the mouth of the NFK, my beloved brother-in-law who lives here. Now, I'm not going to go the full description of this, but since he moved into the house here after the passing of Diana's brother and his brother, they lived together. Uh, Diana and I have been, uh, you know, working very diligently about uh, improving his hygiene and improving his uh, wellness through various doctor visits to try to, um, you know, keep him with us for as long as possible. When he lived with his brother, uh, yes, he lived with the brother, David, but uh, David would just, he wouldn't really, he didn't really run out the ground ball when it comes to overall health with his brother. So, uh, you know, since he's lived with us for um, two years, four months, 
A lot has happened. There's been a lot of progress made. Uh, so much so that he came walking into the kitchen the other day and uh, he says to Diana and myself, he says, hey, shit, fuck. I'm out of toothpaste. I need another tube of toothpaste. And we're like, Who are you? What? What? There's only this much left. I need, I need some more. Fucking shit's almost empty. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, but I, well, that's incredible. Uh, for a long time, there was no brushing of teeth. None. None. Wake up, eat the Hot Pockets, eat the Jimmy Dean sausage sandwich, uh, eat the uh, uh, Devour frozen meals, eat the cold cuts, chew tobacco, drink coffee, drink beer, and that's it. Go to bed. Okay. So then fast forward to a month ago. A fucking tooth hurts. A th- okay. Um, all right. I'll make you a dentist appointment. I mean, I, I didn't actually say that. I said, okay, let me, let me see what I can do. And then uh, he goes, well, it, it doesn't hurt all the time. So just, he like wanted me to put the dentist on call so that the next time it hurt, he could go in. And I'm like, oh, that's not the way it works. So I make the appointment. I come, hey, Kevy, I, uh, I made you the, den- the uh, dentist appointment. Why? I go, because you're complaining of tooth pain. And uh, so... That all happens. Um, Ryan writes, LOL, on-call dentist. I mean, you know how hard it is to get into a dentist? It's like, oh, yeah, well, we can get you in here in four months. Uh, we went in to go see Dr. Splint, And uh, he took one look and he goes, all right, that's coming out. That's going to be a root canal. That's likely going to come out. That's going to be a root canal. I mean, it was that stark of a uh, admission. That that quickly. We walked out of there with one less tooth. And then uh, an appointment to begin the process of turning this around inside of that mouth. So then... Uh, at home, I'm like, dude, you have to brush these teeth. You have to. I go, I if I, I go, if you can, I go, can you hold a toothbrush? Yes. I go, well, what the fuck? Brush your fucking teeth. They're going to fall out of your head. What is, I mean, what's the hang up here? I go, there's, there's so much that can go wrong if your mouth falls apart. Jesus. Oh, fuck. So, um, it was a shock to hear, I'm out of toothpaste. Fucking shit. Uh, so then, uh, later on in the day yesterday, he's like, he's doing this again. He's got a finger in his mouth. And because he's got an appointment coming up on, uh, December 4th. So I go, you all right over there? Yeah, I'm out. A toothpaste seat. And and what I want to say to him 
is now are you getting what i was explaining to you uh, your your mouth is rebelling on you all of the years of neglect are manifesting now and now teeth are flying out of your head at an alarming rate it hurts uh, and it's going to be expensive. And this is why. Did you not watch Schoolhouse Rock? Don't be a yuck mouth. What the fuck? You are, in fact, a yuck mouth. Was that Schoolhouse Rock? Yuck mouth? Because I don't brush. Don't be a yuck mouth. All that shit. Didn't you learn anything then? I mean, we learned so much by watching those cartoons. Uh, we learned about I'm just a bill and here I am on Capitol Hill. Um, uh, we learned about uh, uh, adverbs or pronouns. Pronouns take the place of a noun because saying those nouns over and over and over can really get you down. Um, we learned about the Revolutionary War. Yuck Mouth, I guess, was an ABC's promo like hanker for hunk of cheese guy, Linda says. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Working on Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Yeah, those catchy things that taught us shit. Uh, Ryan says, I remember the teachers playing schoolhouse rock when they stopped wanting to do their jobs, I guess. Chris writes, fuck, conjunction junction is completely different. Or conjugation junction is completely different. Ron writes, Mr. Rogers said you can never go down the drain. Very true. Boy, I did not like Rogers at all. Not a fan of that. Even at a young age, I was like, this fucker is stupid. It's just that when I was a kid, here I am, five, four years old, and I'm watching this guy and he gets, hello, and he's taking off his, take off my sneakers and take off the, the sweater. I was like, this guy is a fucking rapist. I did not like that guy at all. It felt weird from the beginning. And, uh, and he, in my opinion, uh, I, I'm still convinced to this day that he's had, he's picked up all of those kids, uh, like a bowling ball. Okay. I am not convinced that he is that, um, he is that fantastic. And I, I think, I think, uh, he won over America, you know, and he, he's speaking engagements and talking about how wonderful the world is and shit like that, but I'm not buying it. You see, look at that. Uh, Aram says Rogers was the saint. Kenny says he was a good person. Uh, and then he says, I hate it when you take these runs at him. Look, dude, I'm just going with what got me to the dance. My instinct and gut. And my instinct and gut tells me that that guy uh, ate the asshole of children. That's just my opinion. In my opinion, Mr. Rogers has tasted child anus. Ryan writes, Fred was a goddamn saint. So, yeah, it's you, if you guys are that blind to Rogers, um, 
and just you know you're it, it's you're easily duped this is how people are manipulated you know there's been a lot of talk on this show in the past month about manipulation and and uh, and gaslighting and shit like that i think the man who uh, who started that was was fred rogers okay so you can sit there and bitch all you want but uh, i'm still gonna hang on to this one and that might even be an old eric zane show uh prediction for the year 2023 that it would come out uh that fred rogers was a child molester in fact and there's a treasure trove of videos that were uh, found in some hidden vault and uh they're going to be made public and uh yeah would not surprise me in the least because from a, a, a very very early age i was oh i was i was anti rogers my mom was like oh yeah here sit out uh, your dad and i are gonna go bow and you sit here and watch mr rogers I'm like oh fuck it'd be less damaging if I washed you bone. Yeah, I am definitely not team Rogers. And then there was the, um, prior to becoming the uh, TV icon and child molester that he was, uh, he was in the shit in Vietnam. And uh, you can you can dispute all you want about the pedophile thing, but you, what you cannot dispute is his extensive military career. Uh, the amount of Viet Cong that he slaughtered, not only did he slaughter the enemy, he slaughtered all people of Vietnamese descent. Okay? They, he was just a destroyer. Instead of sending out platoons to clear Viet Cong villages and, and burn their thatch huts, they would just send Rogers out. And it was fucking incredible. The amount of destruction and the amount of uh, uh, Vietnamese people that he would slaughter. They would say, look, we can't tell who are the good guys and who are the bad guys. So just get out there and go kill Charlie. That's all you got to do. And he did it like a fucking robot. Uh, I'm getting various comments that uh, red alert, red alert. Sensitive Kenny is making his presence known now. Hey, everybody. We can't have fun anymore because uh, we just tapped the keg on another round of shit you can't make fun of because it's important to me. (laughs) Add this to the list of shit I'm offended by. You can't make fun of Fred Rogers, damn it. (laughs) You can't make fun of anyone who's had a divorce. Anyone who's Don Bag Daryl, you can't make fun of him. Can't make fun of anybody that's had banana worms like me. You cannot make fun of anyone who's had had a bad experience with Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic. These are all things that should be. I said so. (laughs) Ow! Oh my God, my bad. And anyone who's had a TV delivered to their house that's too big for the space that was provided for it. (laughs) 
Come on. Aram says, I feel you, Kenny. You're 100% right. Boy, those are words that have never been spoken before. I I got you, Kenny. You're 100% right. Ben says the Kenny cry has me rolling every damn time. Sam the Jew writes, go eat some meat, Aram. <laughs> Kenny writes, well, I'm out. I'm announcing my departure. You've touched too many nerves, Eric. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't take it anymore. I'm so triggered. Holy shit. <laughs> Amy writes, come on, Kenny. He teases because he loves. And I do. I do love. These are all just jokes. It's a stand-up routine. At least an attempt at one. Field Not Found uh, puts out the snowflake uh, emote. <laughs> Fucking shit. All right, all right, all right. I'm done ripping on Fred Rogers. And uh, the fact that he is a pedophile. In my opinion. In my opinion, he has tasted child. You can't make fun of dead people. The other day, Eric Zane, you spoke ill of Adolf Hitler. And I'm about had with that shit. You're making fun of Adolf Hitler? Or Mussolini, Saddam Hussein? How dare you speak ale of the dead? Oh my God. You can't make fun of Benito Mussolini. Don't you harm a hair on his dead head. Oh my God. What are you doing? Adam says, don't forget the, oh, don't forget about the Ayatollah Khomeini. Florida man 814 says, Kenny is sending a cease and desist right now. It'll go right to the random Joe one behind you. All right. Well, so we have um, found out that Two people in the audience, Aram and Kenny, are um, selective on the jokes that I say on the show. You know, I try to, I try to, um, I try to just do my thing and have fun, and then people take it seriously, and then I have to, I have to kind of try to bring them all back to the pack. So I have a growing list of things that I am not supposed to do on the show. How may I help you? Hey, Kenny, you sound like you're massively annoyed. Yeah, man. What's, what's the problem? 
know what the problem is, man. It's 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 the speaking ill of the dead, correct? Well, dude, it, I mean, you want to make up bullshit about, uh, you know, um, some dumb fuck in the news? You know, have at it. But why do you take such a run at uh, an actual decent human being? Do you know anything about Fred Rogers at all? Honestly. Seriously. Uh, I know of his show. Yeah, that's, and that's the extent of your knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I know he had a TV show, and it was a little weird. But you didn't care for it, so all these years later, yeah, now you're gonna say that he he's a kid toucher and shit, man. Come on. Well, let me ask you something. So, are you telling me in the times that you say, "Hey, no more speaking ill of the dead." I have to pick and choose. I can't. I can. I can speak ill of Adolf Hitler, but I cannot speak ill of Fred Rogers. Right. Well, I mean, that sounds like pretty good logic to me. Actually, if you're going to compare freaking Adolf Hitler, man, wow. <laughs> oh no, I just want to say because you said the uh, you know you had announced you cannot speak ill of the dead. So it's like speak ill of the dead with an asterisk. Good, good people. I am not supposed to speak ill of. Well, I mean, sure. Why not? Put that asterisk there. Yeah. All right. I just, I would, I'm getting clarification. You know, I'm slowly but surely establishing the list of things. It's like, it's called the Kenny list. The, the things. Yeah, whatever, man. What? What? Didn't we? Come on, uh, you know what? Well, we had we had the uh, can't make fun of anyone who's gotten a divorce. No, that's not that's not the point either. That it wasn't you know made by me there, but misconstrue it how you want for. No, you know, no, you said you don't want to. No, uh, what? No, that is not what I said. But go ahead. Well, so let's get back to Fred Rogers. <laughs> how? What do you know about Fred Rogers? Um, I'm getting another call, dude. It's a work call. Okay. Hey, you. I'll check back. All right. All right. Holy shit! What the fuck is wrong with you? Why the fuck would you compare? A saint like Fred Rogers, as far as I know, to Adolf Hitler. Who the fuck does that, Eric Zane? All I'm saying is, every time that I have gone with my gut, I am 100% accurate. I've never been wrong. And... For, okay, I'm 52 right now. Uh, the last I can re- I, I imagine I, my memory goes back to when I'm about three or four years old. Watching that at three or four years old, I had enough sense to know that if I ever encounter anyone like Fred Rogers in the wild, I need to make it so that my asshole is not facing them because there's a pretty good chance a penis would be in it. I just had a strange feeling that bad things would happen around someone like Fred Rogers. So, you know, 
That's just my gut feeling. Now, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that's just the vibe I got. And um, you take a look at the long history of people who have have, uh, tasted child or uh, raped people who at one point were the wholesome, good, fantastic souls that America loved. How about Jared from Subway? Remember that? I mean, every time you turn on the TV, you would see Jared and everyone would be so happy to see Jared. Everybody loved him. Oh my God. The rags to riches story where he, he turned his life around and, and lost all that weight. Absolutely fantastic. Bill Cosby and Jared back to Jared the fact and then him his whole life has been spent inside he's been losing gaining weight losing weight and being inside of children that's that's those are the facts and now he's paying for it Bill Cosby if it hadn't been for a technicality he'd still be in prison today America he was known as America's dad for God's sakes and that's just off the top of my head uh, Fred Rogers <clears throat> to be so far uh, ingrained into our society that is a perfect ruse a absolutely perfect ruse and I think that we need to be careful of people like that going forward alright by the way Dimebag Daryl sucked Uh, radio voice Linda says the only time your intuition didn't kick in was when the camp counselor fondled you that took 30 years or so. Yeah, it did take a long time to realize that I, that I'd been, uh, I guess that what, what I say sexually abused when the camp counselor woke me up to go potty, even though I told him, don't wake me up and walk me over to the pee trough. And I'm standing there going pee and he walked up behind me and grabbed my penis and then kind of like shook the final drops off and then put it back into my underwear and told me to go back to bed. Does that mean that I was uh, a victim of sexual molestation? I was molested. I mean, it isn't like he put his mouth on it. I don't know if I was sexually molested. I think to the letter of the law, I guess. But I didn't care. I mean, uh, whatever, dude. It's like, if you want to touch my penis, touch my penis. Uh, Ryan says, how old were you? Um, Nine? Maybe. Nine or ten. Josh says, what an amazing callback, Linda, and how organically it came up on the air in the silence that followed. That's right. Uh, Greg and Chris were there, and I told that story, and they're like, uh, yeah, you were molested. (laughs) Fucking Nick, the electrician, writes, if you came, it doesn't count. (laughs) Oh, shit. 
no, no, I didn't even do that. I just like, ah, I don't even care. You know, you probably did just molest me, but what a pain in the ass that's going to be. Fuck it. If you want to touch my penis, touch my penis. Hello again. Kenny, you sound like you're just completely disgusted still. Oh, I just I had another phone call from a, a company billing me uh, uh, for something that I uh, returned a year ago. Oh. So I just, I just cussed them out, told them to fuck off and hang up. You did? Like, you like told 10 seconds ago. You started motherfucking people? Well, I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. I got an email last night. Okay, check this out. Email oh, no. popped up, oh, and I'm no. like, monthly what? Hundred and four dollars, uh, and and it's that stupid um uh, CPAP machine I tried out didn't work. Oh. I returned it to them a year ago. Okay. So I had a phone number, and, and I called in. Oh, your wait time's like fifteen minutes. Would you like a call back? And oh. I was like, oh yeah, I did that, and and that's actually who was calling me. From last night? Have you ever heard of the term, uh, you get more flies with sugar and not vinegar? Dude. Have you uh, have you ever heard it, that? Well, um, yeah, I don't think it's exactly that, but yeah, but I know what I you're mean, saying. You know but- what I mean? Maybe, maybe this person just doing their job and, and now and you, you sit there and you, you, you swear at them like that. I mean. I, mean, I don't fucking care, man. They've been hounding me for like 300 something dollars for the the time period that I had the machine. And then, so now after this whole 11 months of that, they send me like a regular bill. Like, like I'm, yeah, yeah. To, I know it's I know. stupid, but, man. you know, these, these people are, have a regular job. I mean, you would think someone so sensitive to, uh, uh, about the Fred Rogers thing would understand that people, <laughs> whatever, man, people have a job to do. And if you just maybe stayed calm and didn't motherfuck them, uh, you might actually, uh, I love, I love how Eric Zane is telling me I need to calm down. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sitting around here. I'm not, I'm not dropping MFs on people. That, that's, that's, I'm not uh, either. I said, fuck off. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay. Six. It's, it's similar. It's very, very, <laughs> I know, I know. it's an aggressive attack. And you know, attack. Hey, you know, you know who would not approve of you telling people to fuck off? Fred, even Fred Rogers. Fred, oh, the fuck would you know? Fred fucking Rogers would be so disgusted. You know? Fred Rogers <laughs> would be disgusted with that, and then he would eat out the ass of a child. Oh my god, dude! How do you even like? How do you feel okay with yourself with those words coming out of your mouth, man? Uh, that's just a suspicion of mine. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll call it a draw. You know what? You need to watch. Um, you need to watch that movie about it, I, man. I am going to watch it. Isn't Tom Hanks in that movie? Well, I think there's that. Yeah, there's that, but there's also like a documentary, and you like documentaries. So I do. I do. You, well, you go watch those two movies. Well, you and know, then, like, reconvene. Uh, you know, absolutely. But the the problem with those that movie and the documentary is, oh god, they're not yet clear on the facts. Oh, don't even, man. Come on. Chris writes the documentary is called Marine Sniper. <laughs> I heard that when he would slaughter Vietnamese people, he would eat their like intestines, shit and all. 
See, that's that's such a bizarre thing, and that's kind of like a, a laughy kind of. <laughs> but man, when you go to fucking like child molesting shit, that's just man. <laughs> but come on, there's just some lines that you shouldn't cross, dude. And I know why you do it. It's the whole shock factor. It's I get it, man. Uh, but hey, I just I, can't stomach it. I just can't. I, look, dude. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, I'm just kind of like a stream of conscious thoughts that go through my brain. That, that, that's how it works. Uh, uh, ben uh, Weller writes, blood and feces makes great war paint. Oh, God. Uh, uh, it makes good lube, too. That sounds like something you would say. All right, Kenny. Uh, have a good one. <laughs> you too. See ya. I like Nick the Electrician. Animal Mother was based off Fred Rogers. Only when you're eating peanuts out of my shit do you you walk the walk. Do you talk the talk? Full metal jacket. Fucking great. I Joker. I am in a world of shit. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what we'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Me so horny. God, now I gotta watch that movie. Uh, Aram says, of course, Eric says the line backwards. Eh? As, as quickly as they pop into my head, I will say them. As quickly. Uh, all right. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Now, I don't know how the hell, and there's no way I could figure out how we got to this point in the show. I don't know how I started out talking about the NFK being out of toothpaste to talking about Fred Rogers and child molestation. I, I do not recall the path. And I'm not going to try to figure it out. I just want to say that for you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I have to say goodbye. If you want the rest of the show, it uh, appears and stays uninterrupted at 8 a.m. Eastern time every day on Twitch. So download the Twitch app and then just all one word, search Eric Zane Live. And you can continue on your merry way. And tomorrow, you'll have no interruption because you can watch a whole show on Twitch. Follow the page. Give yourself a username. Contribute on the chat. Pick on Kenny. If you like, you can subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. And then you get the show without commercial interruption. Otherwise, they throw in an ad at terrible times. Or right when I'm in the middle of uh, talking about something. If you do not have Amazon Prime, you can throw, I think, $5.99 at it every month. And you have to renew on your own with $5.99. Or you have to re, uh, renew with your Amazon Prime every month on your own. It doesn't, like, redo it. It doesn't do it uh, recurring. I don't know. Anyway. So, 
I will now say goodbye to everybody on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, before I let you go, uh, email me anytime. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. And as always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Okay? Just search Eric Zane Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of them. All of them. Most of the people that download my show get it on Apple Podcasts, but it's on all of them. Just search my name. You cannot uh, miss this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Facebook and Twitter brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, where uh, the Great Food Giveaway number three will be happening on Thursday, December 22nd. A great time will be had by all. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, Speaking of Irvine's with the Great Food Giveaway on December 22nd. uh, I I don't yet have the official amount of uh, dollar amount it will cost to feed 200 families, which is double, double what we've done in the past. The first two years, we fed 100 families. We had 100 boxes literally by the side of the road at Irvine stacked up. Each box had a Christmas ham, um, vegetables to serve with the ham, bag of potatoes, jar of gravy, a package of King's Hawaiian rolls, and a pumpkin pie. People pull up. They open their trunk. We put the box in. We say, thank you, love you, have a great holiday, and then they drive away. That's it. We've doubled that. I expect the cost to be north of $4,000 to feed all of these people. Now, uh, I don't have the figure in front of me, but I think we're at about $1,600 raised with only quite literally a handful of people contributing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because we had some big hitters. Irvine's gave 500. Mike Ball gave 500. Um, we, we've had some some great, great donations. And um, <clears throat> I know I'm already forgetting somebody, and my apologies. But you know who you are. You guys are great. Um, but I've also had a few... Just five, 10, 20, 30 bucks. Thank you. That's what's going to drive this thing. On the live stream right now, you can see the Venmo address and the PayPal address. Venmo is at Eric Dash Zaitunian. I know. Z E I T U N I A N. PayPal at Eric Zane Show. All together, of course. Uh, Kenny writes, I wanted to donate, but was thinking I was too broke. But I did it anyway. And I saw that. Thank you so much. Next day, I sold three arcade games for $540. You should sell those arcade games. You should sell all of the games. You should sell all your games and all your Star Wars stuff. In fact, sell everything you own. And reboot. 
and and sell your dumb views on the world too. Get rid of those. So anyway, uh, if you are listening to the audio podcasts, podcast that is not podcast. Jesus. In the show notes, all the information that I just talked about is there. And uh, we'll knock this out rather quickly. We are one month away right now. As soon as we um, get past Thanksgiving, uh, Joshua from the Jenison Meyer will uh, likely uh, get a hold of me and uh, fill me in as to the cost of this. And then I will let you know. All right, you're not going to believe this. This is an early Eric's got to take a leak moment, but it's true. Uh, it's it's I have to pee so bad it's starting to burn. What? Yes, that's true. So don't go anywhere. All right, stay put. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. Thank you, Stevie. Stevie turned right around and said, "Hey, hi, hey, how you doing? Hey, hi, how you doing? Hey, honey, how you doing?" Thank you, Stevie. You're very sweet. Um, of course, saw Stevie at the um, at the wedding of the century. Something else happened at the wedding of the century that um, I had forgotten to mention. That is, it's just ridiculous. Diana and Jim have the same uh, problem. And it's handed down from family member to family member. And Diana's brother had this, uh, David, the one who passed away. Diana has this problem. And now Jim has this problem. Um, they have a some type of anatomical defect where, where the food goes down, I guess, the food tube. Which one is? Is the food tube the esophagus? It goes into your tummy. Uh, hers and my son Jim's narrows. And if they eat certain types of food that uh, uh, don't give as much, the structure of the esophagus can't really push it down, you know? So you eat like... Uh, Spaghetti, not a problem. But piece of meat, chicken or beef, not cut small and not chewed well, will get stuck. Ryan writes, I have had to have my esophagus expanded. Found out I have GERD, G-E-R-D. Is that what it's called? GERD? gastroesophageal reflux disease. I'm guessing that that's what that stands for. They probably have the same thing. Um, so in fact, there have been times when at this house, hold up, 
Hey, quit. At this house, you know, uh, we'll, we'll be enjoying a meal or something like that. And all of a sudden she puts her fork down and just starts like looking kind of dazed and her eyes, eyes are glassing over. And I go, it's stuck, right? You got stuck again. Uh Uh-huh. And then she gets up, uh, goes into the bathroom and then you hear, comes back and she's like oh boy i feel better uh ryan says my old man never got treated for it and died it contributed to his death esophageal cancer what so at the wedding uh i was standing next to jim my son and diana and they, uh, she goes, Hey, um, steak. Did you have the steak? Yeah. Dinah says, mine got stuck. Did yours? Yeah. So my son and her both have the same problem. And, uh, they both got up and puked probably at the same time. Mother was in one bathroom, throwing up the food. Jim was in the other bathroom, puking up the food. Thank you, Sarah. You're so sweet. Sarah just dropped. A uh, big donation in our bucket, as did Stevie. Thank you, thank you for the great food giveaway. Wow. My God. Uh, incredible. But anyway, that all happened. It was part of the uh, historic moments at... The wedding of the century, which the newly minted couple landed in the Dominican Republic yesterday to uh, warm, humid temperatures, temperatures uh, there in in which I if someone said to me, where is the Dominican Republic? I would say I have I'm not sure somewhere where uh, people who speak Spanish live, Uh, I guess. I didn't realize it's on the same uh, island base as where Haiti is and uh, Puerto Puerto Rico. But uh, I guess having a great time. Having a great time. All right. Sign up for the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's going to be a little bit of a weird week this week. Uh, Wednesday, I am celebrating a birthday uh, with, uh, Madison's boyfriend. That would be Ash. And, uh, so I can't really get together with Ben to do the show then unless we did it early in the day, but things are a little crazy then. And it's a short week and I've got to work ahead to get best ofs ready for time off for the Thanksgiving holiday. So, uh, Patreon might be a little bit compromised with what you expect, but I will do my best, uh, to get as much content up there as possible. But normally on a normal work week, you're getting 11, count them 11 bonus episodes on my, uh, ad free Patreon, 
patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you like what I do on the free podcast, thank you so much for populating it and downloading it and listening to it. But if you like, man, I sure wish I had more to listen to each day. The Patreon might be the thing for you. You have the Patreon bonus podcast Monday through Friday, an extension of this podcast. You have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, which I have an episode coming up today as Dale will take on a uh, very, very sweet person by the name of uh, Nancy. Nancy's a class, or I'm sorry, Nicole, definitely not Nancy. Uh, we'll take on Nicole. Begins with an N, I don't know. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show that I post without commercials. When I'm playing rock radio DJ, the lost Zane recordings, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and who are these Zanes? And with a little luck, fingers crossed that St. Gaslight decides to put out a podcast because if he does, I am going to do, uh, who are these gaslights? I am going to be reviewing that show under fair use guidance by the United States Copyright Code and doing that show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If anybody uh, has is able to correspond with St. Joe Gaslight, please encourage him to do a podcast. Please, please, please. M37 Hackers is where we will be playing golf simulation golf. Uh, the area's newest golf simulation palace will be opening soon. You're going to be playing golden tee. You're going to be hitting balls on the golf simulator, various table games. So much fun. M 37 hackers smack dab in the middle of Middleville, Michigan. In fact, the word on the street is, and thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. So very sweet. A twenty, uh, a, uh, a a donation for the great food giveaway. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Um, with uh, M37 Hackers, we're trying to, because the, they're going to have a golf league very, very soon. Very, very soon. And uh, I was approached about uh, emceeing it. So basically, you line up to take your shot, and you better shoot it well, or I'm going to heckle the fuck out of you. That's what that's going to turn into. M37 Hackers in Middleville. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to call upon them if you're looking for a mortgage or a refi. Um, If you're thinking about, oh, man, uh, times are tough. I got to sell my home. Don't do that. Don't do that because this uh, this exact thing has happened. Where uh, uh, A person I know wanted was in that boat. I better just sell it. And then they did. And then fast forward, the home went up in value $300,000. My point is maybe take a equity loan out of your home to kind of get by until whatever it is that's causing you trouble improves until your situation improves is what I'm telling you. Uh, Talk to the experts at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, Five gold stars rated. Call them at 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the listening audience with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kent County Health Department invites you to check them out online, accesskent.com slash health, to find out about anything concerning the WIC program, vaccinations for your little ones, 
free or no cost if you qualify. World AIDS Day is coming up. Uh, AIDS awareness and testing. Uh, the World AIDS Day is December 1. The Kent County Health Department wants to make sure that you are aware of the, all the access that you have to, that you have, uh, if in fact there is a possibility that you were exposed and you need a test. Uh, fast, confidential results, of course, uh, through the Kent County Health Department. You know that that is no longer a death sentence for a person right now if they are diagnosed with HIV. I still maintain to this day that they did a horrible job of, of getting that word out there that not the health department, but just in general that, I mean, cause you remember like uh, uh way back when, when that first became a thing back when uh, AIDS and HIV uh, were starting to um, uh, uh, get into the fabric of um, uh, health and wellness within our culture. It was like the second you got it, you were dead like four minutes later. Uh, not the case now. In fact, uh, there are uh, uh, very accessible drugs available to make it so that HIV is not even detectable in your blood. You can take medicines that make it so that you can go back to having hardcore uh, group anal sex with no worries about infecting anybody. And that's good because the world, in fact, needs that. You know? All right. Hey, man, why the fuck would you say that? I don't. I don't get I don't get why you st- say the shit that you say. Uh-oh, red alert. Amanda made it 64 minutes at shut the fuck up school and she is already back. Uh-oh, you know what that means? Because she's not saying anything bad right now, but this is how she tricks us. She's going to now then make innocuous comments, kind of test the water. And then all of a sudden she'll say something incredibly stupid. And then everyone will hate her. You need to know that every member of this audience, I'm just a messenger, don't blame me, wanted to kick your ass yesterday. You were public enemy number one over you destroying the butterfly kisses uh father bride father of the bride dance it was insane kenny was uh kenny's whore has a horrible mouth and his temper was on fire kenny was uh mfing you and calling you a see you next tuesday i mean it was ugly and you, oh my God. And now here you are. It won't be long until you're back to that, until your sweet spot. I predict. Wow. You made it 64 minutes. All right. Audio check. Video check. This is the dude who saved the day at the Q nightclub in Colorado Springs where crazy 22-year-old asshole lost his mind and started shooting people. Five dead, I think like 17 injured. This guy went up to him and beat the fuck out of him. 
Let's hear from this dude. And you know what's crazy about this? This gentleman right here, he was there with his whole family to see like some drag show. And incredibly, um, while he was, well, not incredibly, it's bound to happen. Uh, his daughter's boyfriend was one of the victims who did, in fact, die. No, I got into mode and I needed to save my family. And that family was, at that time, everybody in that room. It was a battlefield Richard Fierro couldn't have imagined. A beloved club where he came with his wife, daughter, her boyfriend and friends for a drag show. But when the first bullets started flying, the 15-year Army vet who served four combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan felt his instincts kick in. It's the reflex. Go. Go to the fire. Stop the Sheepdog. Action. Stop the activity. Don't let no one get hurt. Charging through the chaos, Fierro said he... See, that's how you talk. The, uh, when these guys come back from combat, all right, did you hear him speaking? He, that's the way he speaks when he's ordering a Big Mac, okay? they, they It's difficult to decompress. Tackled a gunman who was wearing full body armor, knocking a rifle out of his hands, then wrestling away a handgun, using it to beat the shooter. Oh, I thought he was going to say beat the shit out of him. He says he even enlisted the help of a drag performer at the club. I told her, kick this guy, kick this guy. And she took her high heel and stuffed it in his face. Ooh. But Fierro wasn't able to save his daughter's 22-year-old boyfriend, wow. Raymond Green Vance, who died in the attack. He's a good kid, man, and I loved him. I have never encountered a person who had engaged in such heroic actions that was so humble about it. The accused 22-year-old gunman has been arrested on five counts of first-degree murder, as well as several hate-related charges. We're also learning more about the other lives cut short in Saturday night's senseless shooting, five in all. You see the one uh, looked to be a drag, a drag queen. So you know that there's going to be various fucking people who drive through your town with a pickup truck with fuck Biden flags who are happy about it. Kelly Loving, a 40-year-old trans woman, is described See, there you go. by a friend as compassionate, generous, and trusting. So born a boy, now a woman, and uh, there's, there's plenty of MAGA people who are like, good! Derek Rump and Daniel Aston were beloved. A guy at the gay bar's name is Derek Rump? What? Bartenders at Club Q. It's just a nightmare that you can't wake up from. Ashley Paul leaves behind a husband oh. and an 11-year-old daughter. Her sister, Stephanie Clark, telling NBC News their family is devastated. Ed Sanders, one of 17 people wounded in the attack, grateful to be alive. I want people to show some love to the LGBT people. We deserve the respect and the love like anyone does. I really hope people kind of Use this and shake someone's hand, give someone a hug, give them a kiss. These are good people, man. These were all kids. And this morning, as this community shares their love in the form of flowers and crosses, we are learning more about the suspected gunman who remains in police custody in a hospital. We're told that while he's being held on charges, as this investigation deepens, more charges could follow. The DOJ looking into potential federal hate crime charges. Uh, but Hoda, on those murder charges alone, this suspect looking at life in prison without possibility of parole. Hoda. So nice to see the heroics uh, in that story. Thank you so much, Morgan Chesky, for it. Um, 
Yeah. Long, long and the short of it is, uh, there are uh, uh, more positive things than ever going on for people in the uh, in the LGBTQ plus community, and there are also uh, the most terrible things going on for that same community. Um, more and more people. Uh, are willing to, Hey, you know, I can, I can participate too. I can, I can live here and I can be loved and I don't have to live in a closet and I can now come out. And I, if I'm, if I was a, a boy, I can be a girl. Like if I was a girl, I can be a boy, whatever. All that shit, um, uh, is, is better than ever. I just think back to when I was young and this didn't happen. These people did not exist because they were too scared to actually do anything. And if they did, young people would beat the shit out of them. I mean, it was that ugly. Um, it's different now. But the uh, crazed lunatics that have come out of the woodwork to, I mean, it's very, very dangerous to be in, to, to, to live like that because the um, other side of that is the outrageousness of people who don't care and will, in fact, hurt someone. You know, to do something like this, it is, is really, really beyond comprehension. And I, I swear to God, and I, I stand by this. Um, I believe, I believe that because of the boldness of, uh, Trump and the right wing scum who support, uh, taking away rights for transgender people and gay people and, uh, minimizing them and making them feel less than human, uh, that has empowered the crazed bunch of that same group of people. And that's why they think it's good to do this, to kill people, mass shooting, shit like that. Because those people who were otherwise like in the, in the corner, in the darkened room, metaphorically, because they've been... Um, uh, legitimized by people like Donald Trump, they now feel emboldened to step out and then go and, and do crazy shit. That is what has happened there. And I don't care how many of you don't like what I just said. It's the truth. That ha- that is what's happened. We had people like that locked away and 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 in corners of rooms and darkened rooms and and they, 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 they didn't dare show their face. But now when you've got sickos running on platforms of we got to stop uh, uh, fucking uh, drag shows from indoctrinating our children. That's why this happened, because crazy people uh, during the political process uh, uh, speak that shit. That's that's why we're at this spot. You know, it's fucking sick. Jesus Christ. Man, speaking of that, kind of in the same vein, uh, the local pieces of shit that surround my home, Jamestown Township, the ones who um, uh, voted to close the library because they had some books that catered to people who are gay, lesbian, transgender, queer, plus all that shit. Uh, they voted twice now to not renew 
the millage because of some gay books. And um, the book in question is, um, oh, by the way, Cole, who lives in Colorado Springs where this occurred, uh, writes, that kid was known to police and had all the red flags as all the other mass shooters. And yeah, we mentioned that yesterday, and that's a very good point. I don't understand why a guy who one year ago uh, threatened to blow up his mother's house uh, wasn't stripped of all of his weapons, uh, the old Colorado red flag laws. Those should have been uh, um, uh, enacted, but nothing happened. So what the fuck? Um, so getting back to what I was talking about, the, uh, the fucking library. Um, the book, Gender Queer, that's the one with it's it's uh you know dr- hand drawn but it's it's people in it and the one there's one portion in the book where the main character who's transgender is having a talk with her sister and says uh and the sister one of the okay the chick born a chick wants to be a boy and then the uh one who wants to be a boy is talking to her sister and the sister talks haven't you ever tasted yourself? And then she says, what? And they actually have a picture of a finger with dripping vag slime. And it actually says vag slime in the book. <laughs> Shit you not. And there's also um, a couple of panels where uh, one of the chicks. Okay. The chick who wants to be a boy is uh as a girlfriend or whatever. And there's an image of a chick with a strap on. And the other one is giving oral to the actual strap on dildo. Now I will say that, um, I didn't realize that you could get that, those types of books in the library. And had I known that you can, or maybe they weren't around them, but if those were available at my library, my local library, you bet your ass. I'd have gone there just to see those books and laugh my fucking ass off. That would have been some of the most entertaining shit ever. Now I grew up and, uh, I never had any sexual experiences with men. I'm not gay. And I can tell you that if I saw those books and read them, they would not make me gay. They would have made me laugh and fuck. It's just too damn bad that the Warren Public Library did not have a book like that. Man, I would have loved it. That would have been great. Now, that book, Gender Queer, is also available in a lot of schools. Schools have that fucking book. And I'm like, yes, fucking A. All right. We need more of that. Oh, my God. For sheer entertainment purposes only. Oh, God, was that... I would, I would have... If 14-year-old Eric saw the words vag slime you can be rest assured i would have worked that into my repertoire of ridiculous things to say in the hallway of warren cousin high school hey vag slime holy shit but anyway um so these maniacs that um are, that live in this community of jamestown they're like we cannot have this book And I mean, I get that. I mean, I I think that any type of compromise could be made as, um, you know, 18 and over. Why can't you just have that being an 18 and over book? 
I don't think that's a big deal. But these, uh, even if you offered that, if the library offered that, these lunatics don't want that type of uh, uh, book in the library. And I'm like, it's a fucking book. These are the same people who think that if a child is exposed to a book like that, they will immediately want to change their gender. And that's ridiculous. It just doesn't work that way. A drag show doesn't make a person want to change their gender. A book doesn't uh, make a person want to change their gender. A movie doesn't make a person want to change their gender or be gay. It just doesn't work that way. My God. And when you think about the amount of people that are gay, lesbian, transgender, whatever, or plus, you think about what they go through. It's horrible. Some of the things that they have to deal with on a on a daily basis, and also the thought that for the rest of their life they're going to have to deal with shit. Um, in my opinion, it's harder to be a gay person. I'm not I'm not either of these things, but I'm just armchair quarterbacking. Just my opinion. It would be harder in this day and age to be gay, lesbian, transgender, queer, plus all that shit than it is black. And God help you if you're both. Fuck. Because um, of the level of hate that we see in stories like this. Where these fucking closed-minded idiots close down fucking libraries over shit like this. Well, anyway. This all comes up. Audio check, video check. Because um, the library that just uh, lost its uh, funding... They are now announcing that they have a closure date set. Uh, Nora Roberts, I think she's an author. I think that's her name. I'm not sure on her name. Nora something or other. She uh, raised a lot of money for them, and I think they had a GoFundMe. But- in Jamestown Township announcing it may potentially close in September of 2024. The library recently faced controversy when voters refused to pass a millage in August over concerns about books at the library shelves, including young adult graphic novels like Gender Queer and Kiss Number Eight. I want to read that one too. Okay, here's here's like people at the library. Uh, for sure, lesbian or transgender, right here. For sure, lesbian or transgender, right here. For sure, here this one with the mask. For sure, lesbian. GoFundMe was launched to help keep the library open leading up to the November elections, but voters denied a millage once again. More than $270,000 has been raised by two GoFundMe pages to support the library, but one has stopped collecting funds and the other ends next month. The board says it is possible they may try for another millage, but that comes with various complications as to what year they might put it on the ballot and when the money would actually come in, even if it... Why can't some super rich fuck, some billionaire, just throw a ton of money at this into like, uh, uh, you know, some type of uh, 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 investment so it keeps providing a return? For these people, come on. It is I would do it ju- if I was a billionaire and I, I, I would absolutely do this just to piss off the hillbillies. 
and I would put it would I called the butt fuck library and have a giant sign of Kyle Ryan, audience member Kyle. I don't know if he's a top or a bottom, actually there with a big smile on his face, naked, having butt sex with his husband. Proved by voters. I wish we would have moved somewhere else. And that is because, unfortunately, with this election, it has made a great divide in this community, one that may never recover. No, and you wouldn't want it to recover. This is great. This separates you from the lunatics. When you know who voted to close this library, you don't associate with that person anymore. It has done so much damage, and honestly... The people around me in our neighborhood, the, they are hurt. And I also... Okay, now this is one of the local brainwash MAGA fucks. This guy right here. I've heard several times this is about 0. 0.0 whatever percent of books. That might be true today. Uh-oh. What is it in five years? Oh, yeah. Slippery slope uh, argument. In 10 years. They're going to, all the books are going to be gay in 10 years. We can't have that. If, if a group of people doesn't agree with a certain, certain content, we need to be able to voice our opinions. While it may be a very small amount of books today, uh, to stand up and say, hey, we don't appreciate this content. Oh, go to hell. The content, not the fact that it's LGBTQ+. Oh. Yeah, bullshit. You hate gay people. Just say it. Be honest. Don't fucking piss on my back and tell me it's raining. You should have opened up with, I hate gays. It's pornographic material presented to children. See this guy nodding? This this uh, hillbilly? Shouldn't matter if it's gay or straight. It's the content. We don't stand up now and voice our opinion when. Oh they say God. the idea of trying for another millage will be discussed more in the future when the board members who were elected this month begin their work in January. Yeah, 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 whatever. Incredible. Well, there you go. That's my, uh, that's my hot button moment on the Eric Zane Show podcast for today. Jesse writes, by 2030, it'll be 0.02% of books. Chris writes, that guy uh, touches kids. Uh, Maureen says, Kyle Ryan would also be smoking a doobie. Tell me you're over 60 without telling me you're over 60. Referring to it as a doobie. Ah, it's totally cool. I love it. <laughs> you got to smoke a doobie. Uh, Josh, I think I said this before, but you get and then change a Fuddruckers sign just enough to say fuck Buckers Library. Uh, Stevie says, guess what, fucker? All the libraries have books you don't like. Ryan says by 2050, we could have as many as 15 books in here. We must stop this madness. Uh, Amy writes, I remember as a kid, the Judy Bloom book, Hello God, It's Me, Margaret, was controversial because it talked about lady days. 
Am I the only one that doesn't know what a lady day is? Does that mean um, you, you are sluicing off your uh, blood and vag meat or, or ute meat? Does that mean there is a, 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 a sluicing of, of uh, a ute cheese? Is that what's, what's going on? Can you imagine if, if that's what the term was? If you are experience, uh, experiencing excessive uh, ute sludge, Been a very uh, controversial, gross show today. All right. Where am I? Oh, my God. It's 926. The show is getting long in the tooth already, and I've barely scratched the surface as to what I want to talk about. Uh, before we continue, Gift of Life Michigan reminds you that if you are within the state of Michigan, go to golm.org to sign up and be on the organ donation registry. In the unlikely event that something happens to you, your organs will be harvested and you will give the gift of life. Your organs can save eight lives. Tissue and cornea tra- um, donations save, improve the lives of hundreds more. Uh, Gift of Life Michigan, golm.org within the state of Michigan. Outside of the state of Michigan, would you please go to registerme.org. Registerme.org. And um, do it that way. If you are without of uh, outside of the state of Michigan, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've done this, be a hero today. Um, word on the street is that before he passed, they asked Fred Rogers if he would be donating his organs, and he said, "No, I do not want to do that." And they said, "Why?" He said, "Because I hate people. That's why I've hurt so many over the years." That may or may not be true. I'm kidding. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this show. Blue Frost IT, here's how it goes. You got a small or medium-sized business, time is money. If you got to shut everything down to upgrade your stuff, all right, yeah, hey, thanks. You just stopped earning money for a day or two or three or a week. And that's if you get everything right. You got to be careful when it comes to upgrading your tech. And if you just start buying stuff at Best Buy, that's not going to cut it. Sit down for a free excuse me, 30-minute complimentary consultation um, with Alan from Blue Frost IT to find out what it's going to take to upgrade your business. From there, he will help you make informed decisions on what you need to purchase for a total overhaul of your tech. Keep your employees happy. Keep the money flowing. Time is money, as you know. Uh, He will help you set it all up, and then he will become the managed IT service provider for your tech so that in case there's anything down the road you need, he will help you. It is an insurance policy to make sure uh, your business keeps running smoothly. You need more information? 616-200-8550. Six on, I'm sorry, 616-200-8550. Hang on. Excuse me. I'm telling you, I'm not feeling great. I know I sound great. And everything I say is fucking gold, but I don't feel that great. That just goes to show you that when I am not at my best, 
I'm still better than everyone else. It's been that way for decades. And it's the humble the humbleness that is the bow, the ribbon on the on the gift. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A. Sarah Honda Granville.com. Go there. They're along Kennewa Avenue, just north of 44th Street in Granville, Michigan. Go up to Thad or Cameron or any one of the, or Brian, Brian Miller, fantastic. Uh, that's a guy that I worked with most recently and I shoot those videos with. So Eric Zane sent me, I want to test drive a new whatever. Off you go. Uh, he'll uh, help you, give you a little tour of how everything, all the great features on the uh, brand new vehicle that you're uh, thinking about getting. Then you're like, well, I want this car. And they're going to be like, great, let's go get after it. Yeah, I can't wait to take it home today. No, you're not. Why not? Well, that's the way it is. We do it differently. Everyone does it this way. You then pre-order the car. You put everything you want on the car, and then they build it. They actually build your car Kind of like a short order cook makes your fucking uh, uh, ham and eggs. Then it's delivered to the dealership. They prep it. You come get it. Thank you, Sarah Honda Granville. If you need a car today, you need to drive off the lot with one. They have Michigan's largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. Don't go anywhere else. Everybody else sucks. Sarah Honda Granville. Uh, of course, this was going to happen. Um, the Taylor Swift ticket debacle is now turning political. So, uh, millions crowded for the pre-sale for Taylor Swift's latest tour. She's so popular, it resulted in crashes at Ticketmaster, prolonged waits, and frantic purchases. By Thursday, Ticketmaster had canceled the general sale, citing insufficient remaining tickets and inciting a firestorm of outrage from fans. Swift herself said the ordeal really pisses her off. I saw one pair of tickets, or my wife did, and she told me on the resale market already, going for $35,000. Now, even if I was ultra rich, I don't know if I could ever wrap my mind around spending so much money. I mean, I would feel so bad about that, about that intense of a waste of money. Um, I, I, I just couldn't do it. Doesn't help that, you know, outside of going to see my pals Waylon this coming Friday, uh, concerts kind of bum me out. Just, I don't know. As I get older, I just can't do it. You know, if you pay $35,000, you should be able to have sex with Taylor Swift. Like for a whole day for $35,000. <clears throat> uh, isn't she like 60 years old now i mean she's been doing it for a while taylor swift age she's 32 you see she's starting to get into the perfect age age range for attractiveness well not really for me it would have to be above 50 but 
32 is, I mean, that's when you've lost all of the awkward uh, shape, you know, of a child. The lankiness is gone. You filled out, you know, and, and now you're starting to look like a full on woman. You know, when you get to this age range. I remember the time um, that I've told this story before. When uh, Diana took um, Jackie, the newly married Jackie, to see Taylor Swift. And Jackie's hair is very naturally curly. And at the time, Swift was wearing her hair like that, or maybe that's how hers was. And uh, uh, I think Jackie was like, I don't know, 14 years old at the time. So that would make Swift about 21. And uh, it was like a meet and greet before the show. And Jackie walked up there with the queen of the forest. And Taylor Swift looks at Jackie and she goes, oh, my God. And Jackie goes, what? She goes, you have my hair. And Jackie just like, oh my God, he is. I guess I do. So uh, Taylor Swift and Jackie took a picture. Uh, Jackie with braces in her teeth, you know, and, and Taylor Swift and, and they're, they're, both their hair ringlets, you know, tight ringlets, uh, cascading down long hair. It's really, really cute. I just think she's, I love Taylor Swift. I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift. What she has done, is incredible. Not only has she remained to be a such a, a viable force, but she's done it and she hasn't died. Because typically when you start earning big money, I think she started her career when she was like four months old. Okay? She's been doing this like longer than the Rolling Stones. She's been singing and performing since she was four months old. When that happens... Your parents usually abuse you. They take all your money. You get addicted to drugs and then you're dead. All right. She had the fact that she's survived makes her, in my opinion, uh, one of the most successful entertainers in the history of entertainers. Okay. Uh, And she has potential to do this for like another 40 years. Like at 72 years old, Taylor Swift should still be performing. Okay? You look at like Loretta Lynn. I mean, she died recently. There's going to be young stars who are going to be singing uh, an ode to Taylor Swift uh, at her passing. Ryan says, at 72, Eric, you will be attracted to her if you're not dead. Well, um, so she's 20 years younger than me. I would be 92 years old when Swift is 72. I'll probably still be alive then. Uh, My, uh, 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 what do you call it? My dad, and I mean, my dad's mother lived, I think she was uh, 156 when she died. And my dad, you know, he's going to live a long time too. So that means I'll probably live that long. All right. Kenny, who earlier in the show announced he's departing, is back 
He writes, she's from the town 10 minutes away from me. Still strange to think a kid from a rival high school minutes away is a huge star now. Interesting. See, Kenny? When you aren't angry and mother effing people and being all butthurt about these jokes, you actually can contribute in a viable way to some degree. You get in the way of your own emotions. You're swearing at people. You're yelling at them. It's just horrible. Uh, And then he does the old trick of, oh, you missed my better comment above, but I didn't want to point that out. You just did point it out. That's what you did. You'll never learn that those moments are lost. And if they're not seen, they're gone. No, I'm not reading it. You can type it a hundred times. I'm not reading your dumb comment. You see, if you see now, one, two, three, four, five, six comments in a row are all yours. That's how you earn timeouts. Enjoy that. 600 seconds. You've had it coming. All show. All right. Anyway, this is what's going on with Swift. Uh, Ticketmaster apologized, but the bad blood had already been sowed, and now fans and politicians, politicians have started acting on it. United States Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez pointed Swifties to where they could make U.S. Department of Justice complaints. Really? We need to make complaints with the U.S. Department of Justice and a representative is, is leading the charge on that? She must be a Swifty. Uh, Multiple state attorneys general, including in Pennsylvania and Tennessee, key states in Swift's origin story, have announced investigations. Stephanie Alley, a New York-based professional who has worked on community, community organizing for progressive politics for years, has thought mobilizing fandoms for social pro- uh, progress could be beneficial. Fandoms are natural organizers said the 33-year-old Swifty. If you find the right issues and you activate them and engage them, then you can affect real change. What an embarrassing thing to say for a 33-year-old professional. It's good to organize for things like change. Here we are in a day and an age where everywhere you turn, there's hungry people on the street. And successful professionals are saying it's time to organize to make things right with getting tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. Oh shit. Of course. In 2020, for instance, K-pop fans organized to back the black lives matter movement and sought to inflate registration for a Donald Trump rally. That sounds kind of good to me. I mean, at the center of its beginnings, the Black Lives Matter movement was steeped in uh, doing the right thing to uh, promote equality. I don't know if it's like that now. It seems to be a lot of corruption involved in it. But this was back in 2020. 
And anyone who looks to inflate registration uh, for a Donald Trump rally, I don't even understand why you would want to do that. Allie and Swifties from different industries, law, public relations, cybersecurity, and more have joined forces to create Vigilante Legal, a group targeting Ticketmaster by creating email templates to petition attorneys general and providing antitrust information. Thousands have expressed interest in helping or learning more, so they're mobilizing. The world is coming together because they can't get their fucking Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, my God. Thank Lord. Thank the Lord. Holy shit. The level of anger that you've just seen in the country around this issue is astounding, said Gene Sizdak, associate director of the Center for American Women and Politics at Rutgers University. Can you believe this? People are really sharing their feelings about that and building a movement about that online. Sure, dozens of people were just killed at a nightclub for the gays, but we want our Swift tickets. Some of that may have actually have been in the quote, which I really think is quite fascinating. It's certainly an opportunity to engage people politically, whether it lasts is hard to say it won't, but it certainly feels like a real opportunity. I talked about this on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. There is no reason why Swift, through her own website, can simply sell the tickets directly. And the way technology is today, if she even chose to, she could prevent resale. You know, the whole resale market, which is uh, legal scalping. There is nothing different about someone buying a ticket and then turning it around and selling it online for five times face value than some dude outside of fucking Joe Louis Arena in 1986 selling me a couple of tickets for the Wings and the Oilers. For five times face value. I, I don't get why, uh, especially Swift, who is arguably one of the biggest acts going. Why don't you just sell them yourself? What the fuck is the problem? How hard can that be? And if you were really serious about being good to your fans, you would price them affordably. Let's be honest here. Uh, tickets, there's no reason why they can't go for a much lower price. So I'm not buying the uh, movement and Swift being all pissed off and furious. You could you could have solved this problem on your own if you fucking didn't take the easy way out and just let Ticketmaster do it their way. This is all, in my opinion, steeped with absolutely no knowledge how any of this works. It just makes sense in my own brain that this should become a reality, in my opinion. KG underscore 0915 says she wouldn't be a filthy rich liberal if she wasn't a hypocrite. <laughs> Ryan says, calm down. She's attractive. Um, Nick, the electrician says Ticketmaster is a crooked service. Their fees double the price of a Grand Rapids gold ticket kills their sales. Really? Why? God, what the fuck? 
Josh says she could do that, but a lot of venues that she performs at have exclusive deals with Ticketmaster and the like. Well, don't perform there. If she, she has the sway to pull that off. Dump Ticketmaster. Jimmy writes, ah, my first concert was $11, $11 to the kinks at Boston Garden. That's a terrible Boston accent, main accent. Um, the, all this hype is actually really good for Swift because, you know, it increases the demand, all the fervor for the tickets. So I don't want to hear about her acting uh, like she's like she's mad about this. Jesus, probably not. All right. Fuck am I here? Sorry. Some more stupidity. Uh, when I brought up about, um, and this is tied in, in this, in, because of this, the fact that United States rep Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, uh, is getting involved in this. You know, uh, I, I don't care what you say about her politically. Because most people just hate her because she's so incredibly liberal. Um, she's incredibly attractive. And I think that we need to look past the politics and just understand that she is a fucking smoke show and uh, leave her alone because of that reason. But I digress. Her getting involved in the Taylor Swift thing is stupid. Just as uh, equally stupid is the United States Supreme Court, Supreme Court of the U.S. SCOTUS getting involved and taking a case about a dog toy manufacturer that manufactures dog toys uh, made to look like alcohol. Like, um, White Claw, you get a stuffed toy that squeaks called a, a White Paw. My daughter has a bunch of these for her dog, Cece. Okay? Now, I know that the dog toy, White Paw, is not a White Claw beverage. And I also know that White Claw has nothing to do with that toy. I understand that it's a tongue and tongue in cheek joke simply by looking at it. Now I know that because I'm not stupid. All right. And anyone who saw that toy knows that unless they're a former uh, Zaniac. That's just another way to say that all those people are stupid. Uh, my point is no one is going to think that the white paw toy, um, and she has another one. It's another toy. It's shaped like a can called Drooly. You know that Truly beverage, uh, whatever it is. Uh, uh, it, it's called Drooly. And I, and I also know that that isn't made by the company that makes Truly. Again, because I'm not stupid. There's another one, 
It might even be the same organization that makes uh, Drooly and Whitepaw. I would never confuse um, Jack Daniels with Bad Spaniels squeak toy because I'm not stupid. There's the toy. You see it. Bad Spaniels, the old number two on your Tennessee carpet. There's a, a basset hound on it. Looks like Ben's dog, Louie. Uh, there's, there's a bottle of Jack behind it here. You can see how close it is to an actual bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm so confused now because the bad Spaniels bottle, holy fuck, it's the same shape as a Jack Daniels bottle. Oh, no. What am I going to do? I'm, I'm so confused now. I might actually go and buy a bad Spaniels and think it's Jack Daniels. Oh, no. The Supreme Court of the United States is hearing this copyright trademark fight. Uh, On Monday, these judges decided, all right, let's hear it. Meanwhile, um, what's the fucking guy who's in prison, who's uh, uh, a memard? It was that TV show on Netflix, Making a Murderer. And uh, Stephen Avery was the guy. And then his nephew, Brendan Dassey, still has not been able to see WrestleMania. No, no, we will not hear the Brendan Dassey case. We're just going to let him die in prison after doing nothing. But we'll hear... The uh, Bad Spaniels copyright infringement case. Whenever I hear about the shit that they decide to actually listen to, it fucking drives me up a wall. So Jack Daniels has been trying to stop the company that makes Bad Spaniels dog toy from using designs that parody. Hang on. (coughs) Parody their shit. How can they look at wearing their, their, their robes, look at each other in the face and say, yeah, this is important. We need to do this. We need to hear this case. Throw that shit out, you assholes. They took up an appeal by Jack Daniels Properties, Inc. Of course, owned by Louisville, Kentucky-based Brown Foreman Corp. Of a lower court's ruling in the trademark dispute that VIP Products, LLC's Bad Spaniels Toy, is an expressive work covered by the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment free speech protections. So the lower court said, get the fuck out of here, Jack Daniels. Bad Spaniels can make their dog toy eat tons of shit. Well, these pussies at Jack Daniels, we're going to go down to the Supreme Court. And the fuck-faced Supreme Court said, okay, yeah, we will. Phoenix-based VIP's toy mimics the design of the Jack Daniels bottle. The comical dog theme text alterations, replacing old number seven with old number two. It's all just bullshit. Jack Daniels sent a cease and desist notice 
VIP asked an Arizona federal court in 2014 to rule that its do- its toy did not infringe the whiskey company's trademark rights. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in 2020 overturned a judge's ruling in favor of Jack Daniels. So, so first court case, they ruled for Jack Daniels. U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals overturned that, finding that VIP's toy was a creative work with a humorous message that was entitled to First Amendment protections. Last year, SCOTUS rejected a request by Jack Daniels to reconsider the uh, Ninth Circuit Court's ruling. Jack Daniels filed a new appeal of a related Ninth Circuit decision in August. So they're like, they they reapplied and said, well, now wait a minute. The same court that said uh, that overturned uh, our decision from the uh, from the Arizona judge, they did the opposite in this case. So basically the Ninth Circuit Court fucked up with a ruling that... Um, supported the dog toy maker and then in a separate ruling kind of like contradicted themselves. And once they do that, now the Supreme court is like, all right, now we got to get involved. Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels told the high court that in that second decision that the ninth circuit court made court made, it's virtually impossible to stop misleading or tarnishing use of a mark when, whenever a copycat deploys humor. So now Campbell's soup gets involved. Levi Strauss gets involved and Patagonia gets involved. Jesus, what a fucking waste of time. Bennett Cooper, a lawyer for VIP products said that while he would have preferred the court to not hear Jack Daniels appeal, the dispute provides the justices with a chance to adopt a clear standard for parodies and reconcile trademark law with free speech values. Uh, there was one comment here. Yeah, Jack, Dan- I think I already read it. Jack Daniels told the high court that the decision made it virtually impossible to stop misleading or tarnishing use of a mark. Well, wait a second here. Are you telling me that a dog toy is misleading? That that people will go, oh, wait, look what, oh my God. I can't believe that Jack Daniels did this. I'm so offended. I'm never going to buy their whiskey that I love anymore. God, this is dumb. Or they're like, this behooves us to uh, keep trying to get this heard by SCOTUS because it is tremendous advertising. Our Q rating goes up through the roof whenever we appeal this decision. What a crock of shit. Shut up, Jack Daniels. I have tried that liquor numerous times prior to when I stopped drinking in June of 96. Are you supposed to sip that? Am I doing something wrong? Because every time I would knock back a shot of it, it probably only happened like four or five times. I One time I actually did vomit. It tastes like poison to me. It smells like poison to me. 
You're like, it's an acquired taste. I was like, well, it's, it's going to take a long time to acquire my taste because I, it's making me sick. Kyle says you mix it with Coke and sip it for an hour. I can't even do that. Fucking nuts. All right. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just thought I did something wrong. Um, all right. Before we get to the asshole of the day, thank you, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Do not even start going down the road of signing up for Obamacare, healthcare.gov right now, open enrollment until December 15th, unless you have the help of Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. If you are, like your employer does not offer healthcare, or you're self-employed and you have to, uh, and you need healthcare, or you just lost your job, Joe, uh, uh, any old Joe, and you need healthcare. Reach out to Frank Fuss at 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. Call or text. Say Eric Zane sent me. He he wants you. He says you can help me uh, uh, navigate this whole healthcare.gov Obamacare thing. Right? Yes, of course. Frank's services are free. Reach out to him today. He's also the expert on Medicare and Social Security. Call today. Or just go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out the form. There's comedy in West Michigan. Several Full House Comedy venues. Go to fullhousecomedy.com for details on all of the shows coming to the area. Thank you, Joe Martinez, A&E, Heating and Cooling. Keeping your home warm in the winter. If you need any scheduled maintenance, hang on. Reach out to Joe, 616-516-8579. If it's working a little bit, it could probably uh, use some service. 616-516-8579. Don't let that happen, though. Get that thing tuned up. Every year, this needs to happen. You should see Joe and his crew twice a year. Uh, when you're getting ready to fire up the furnace, when you're getting ready to fire up the air conditioner, 616-516-8579. A tune-up is $79. It's going to clean everything. He's going to test everything. It's going to be running at peak efficiency, so it will cost you the least amount of money as possible, $79. Otherwise, on Saturday night at 2 in the morning, the furnace is going to break. Your wife's going to hate you. You're a loser, uh, and it's going to cost you an arm and a leg, I think 65, 165, 175, just to get him to your house. 616. 516-8579. Thank you to Joe Martinez. He will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Coming up in the Patreon, another reason why it's a big roll of the dice If you adopt someone from a faraway land, yeah, it can work out. But, you know, I hear about this from time to time. You adopt somebody and then I don't, you don't know what the fuck happened to them when they were young and then they're fucking nuts. That happened to a couple who adopted a child and there's so many twists and turns in this story. You won't believe it. 
I'm not saying don't adopt somebody from Ukraine. I'm just seeing you better be careful. You better make sure you do all your homework. Yesterday's asshole of the day was any old Joe. I got a lot of people commenting on the show I did uh, yesterday, which pretty was pretty much wedding talk and pretty much dissecting and breaking down uh, the two Instagram posts that were prominent. Uh, one from any old Joe, St. Gaslight, and one that could have been about anybody written by one Kelly Cheese. I don't know if her post is still up. It might have come down. Someone suggested it was down, but I haven't seen for myself. The asshole of the day today. Who could it be? Supreme Court of the United States. That's a good start. Ticketmaster. Hell yeah. But TC Paintball has announced that they want it to be Fred Petal Rogers as the asshole of the day. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. That's a slam dunk. Unbelievable. I can't believe he did all those things. There you go. That's going to do it on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Linda says I called it. Kenny motherfucks me, of course. That's what Kenny does. He just he just drops MFs on people. Have a good one, folks. Cole goes with overpaid veteran teachers. I love you, folks. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.